0: Welcome to The Culture Factor, where we talk to founders and influential leaders about company culture. We share stories from the C-suite that help executives engage their business from the inside and create a map to transform their culture. Because the truth is, culture eats strategy for breakfast.
1: This is The Culture Factor, and I'm your host and co-producer, Holly Shannon. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Our journey into company culture has just begun. Today, we sit down with Jack and Peter Baker. They are brothers that went from their third generation family business, Crystal Rock Water, to creating their award winning Litchfield Distillery. Their motto is the spirit of hard work. This double entendre is never more evident as they have mobilized to repurpose their spirit production to make hand sanitizer during this COVID 19 pandemic. Litchfield Distillery has been in business for five years, and while they still are a small group of distillers, their outreach, production, and heart is beyond measure. Hi, Jack and Peter. Hi, Well, hey there. Welcome to The Culture Factor. Um, I feel like we need to go back in history for uh, the Baker family a little for our guests to uh, understand. So um, just to jump back. So Crystal Rock, which was a family company founded in 1914 by Henry Baker Sr. Um, The Baker brothers started as teens with about 15 employees and then scaled the water company to over 300 by the time they left. And so now Jack and Peter with Litchfield Distillery is a team of five, including their other brother, David. And, um, so my question is, do you enjoy being back in the trenches and being hands-on in all aspects of the business? And, um, how has that served you in repurposing your business from spirits to sanitizer?
0: Well,
2: uh, yeah, we were always hands-on in the crystal rock business, so it wasn't a big stretch to take those, uh, skills that we learned being hands-on doing everything we could, uh, Uh, you know, from building machinery and and, uh, learning how to do production lines and that sort of thing with Crystal Rock, it kind of was a natural as we moved into the distillery business. So, uh, you know, Jack's very very good at building machinery and on the technical side, and we're all willing to pitch in and get our hands dirty and uh, do what it takes to get the job done.
1: Excellent. And uh, I would say, though, uh, in the distillery business, there's some chemistry involved that maybe is different from the water business?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely uh, you know our skill set for, for you know doing products is helpful, but yeah, there is definitely some different chemistry. Uh, you know, we're not we have been distilling water, now we're distilling alcohol, so uh, some of those things are similar, but uh, there's a there's a big learning curve too to bring a alcoholic beverage to uh, to market.
1: Excellent. Excellent. So um, while we're on the uh, conversation of chemistry, um, it's my understanding that one of your key employees, Naomi Adler, um, started as an intern while studying chemical engineering at um, UConn. And uh, so how has this, how has she transformed from distilling to create this FDA guideline, World Health Organization approved sanitizer?
0: Yeah, well, her her background obviously is is very helpful, and, uh, you know, she engaged right away. Uh, She enjoyed the challenge of uh, understanding the guidelines from the World Health Organization, Uh, did a a lot of, uh, you know, research on her own, talked to other uh, distilleries that were also doing it, and, uh, you know, gave us a lot of confidence that, uh, that we would be able to make that transition with the, you know, proper product for hand sanitizer.
1: Does she have certain groups that she works with for that? I I seem to recall.
0: Yeah, there's a actually a female distillers uh, Facebook uh, group, so uh, she bounces things off them and vice versa. And she's you know she still uh, relies. uh, We've had some uh, I don't know the names of her professors, but she has uh, you know since she's still in the master's program, closely connected to UConn. She's. ask them for some technical uh, confirmation of what she's been doing.
1: Interesting. I wonder if she's teaching them a few things right now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the wonders of social media too, right? It's just amazing where we can call information from these days. Um, so getting into a little bit um about the hurdles that are natural, um, a natural part of a startup. Uh, you got through that in your five years of production with Litchfield Distillery. Um, you went on to create spirits that have won many awards. Um, what hurdles has your team experienced making sanitizer? It could be positive or negative. And uh, is it like going back in time at, and being a startup again? Like, are you reminded of some of the the hurdles that you had at the very beginning?
2: Um, I'm not sure it's really that comparable. It's kind of, (laughs) in some respect, it's kind of been like the wild, wild west here. I mean, the parking lot fills up with people and we're trying to do the best we can. In the very beginning, the hurdle was was having enough containers to put the uh, sanitizer in and the right type of containers. We did ask the public initially to bring some of their own containers that we could uh, repurpose for them. We said we don't really want to have, we want to cut down as much cross-contamination as we can from bringing stuff from the outside in. We did receive uh, 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 some pretty good-sized loads of bottles from friends of ours and some businesses that we do business with. But it's kind of, uh, you know, we're learning every day. Some of the information we learn on the news changes every day, which kind of, we have to adapt to that and try to keep our people safe and keep the public as safe as we can.
1: So that actually brings me to my next question. Um, I'd like to share with our guests that the business and local community has has mobilized, as you've pointed out, to help procure uh, ingredients for this, for the production. Uh, they do not, literal Distillery does not take any money for the product. It is all donated to high-risk individuals, uh, medical offices, fire and police departments, and healthcare representatives. Um, and they additionally have diverted donations to go directly to local food shelters, um, so this leads me to my next question. Um, has COVID-19 and reinventing your business given you a different perspective on community needs?
0: I think, you know, even through Crystal Rock, you know, our product of bottled water was a, a, a natural need during all types of uh, particularly weather disasters and so on. So we grew up in an industry that supported community uh, in in, in uh, emergencies. So uh, that culture came over uh naturally with us here when we recognize that the product we're making now uh, also can be, uh, you know, specialized to the hand sanitizer needs of the community. So, uh, I mean, all our people are, you know, we're proud of the products we were making uh, and now they're they're proud of our community involvement with with the new hand sanitizer.
1: Uh, Just to jump back, so when you were with Crystal Rock, did you have like a certain time uh, a disaster something like you know a hurricane or or something that came through the area that required your help
2: yeah it wasn't just in our area holly but certainly when things did hit connecticut uh whether it was uh Superstorm sandy and that sort of thing we always rose to the occasion and, and got water to the emergency people that needed it we always uh historically we get requests from the carolinas or you know uh Hurricanes in Louisiana and Florida, we would send uh, truckloads of water down to help the uh, first responders in the communities that got hit the hardest.
0: And occasionally, there'll be a, a boil water alert, and hospitals will be needing, in need of backup uh, clean water that they can depend on. So there's been a variety of things, but it's just, you know, water is a basic necessity. When there's an emergency anywhere, uh, we did what we could, and in the, in the Bottled Water Association uh, eventually, you know, coordinated more of that as as Uh, time went on and and we also want to thank you because uh, you facilitated getting us some hydrogen peroxide which is one of the key ingredients so through your channels uh, we got we got that 55 gallon drum that's been helping a lot
1: well it's uh i'm happy to hear that it's uh again it's it's been a lot of people in the community that i think have been uh helping out and and anything to 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 do that you know happy to jump in um Asi- uh, another question for you um, do you believe covid 19 has made you a stronger team did you feel your company culture already had the ingredients to thrive under this kind of pressure
2: yeah I think our our uh, past certainly helped us in this in this crisis um, you know it's it makes us feel proud to be able to provide the service so it's kind of easier to work the long hours and do the things that we need to do uh, when we get you know, Obviously, everybody thanks us every time they come. Uh, we've heard a lot of different stories from a lot of different people that had a uh, very, uh, you know, scary situation. So it's kind of rewarding. So it kind of offsets the fatigue and, and uh, you know, the, the hard labor that we're doing here. So it's, uh, you know, it, it evens out.
1: Incredible. Um, incredible. I'm, I'm just going to add here that uh, for the audience that you are producing about 1,200 gallons of sanitizer now. Um, and for the rest of us who can't envision what that looks like, that is 6,000 bottles of bourbon or about 40,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. So I just want that visual to sink in for people. I, I think that that's a, a, an incredible undertaking. And I realize uh, you are working unbelievable hours and getting much less sleep, I'm sure. Can you share with us how you and your team end your day? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we, uh, at a distillery, there's only one way to end a day, and uh, we still have <laughs> some of our, uh, our beverages here, and, and we like to uh, gather at the end of the day and uh, you know, just uh, share a few stories from the day and, and enjoy a, a relaxing cocktail uh, together.
1: I will say my favorite is your vanilla bourbon, and I'm going to encourage many people, especially when you're up and running again um, in that capacity to to go get that. I do understand that you are diverting people to the local businesses that are selling your spirits, the different uh, throughout Connecticut that are selling your product because you're already getting inundated with hundreds and hundreds to what a thousand people a day coming in to drop things off and pick things up so it's a little hard to sell right
0: yeah so i mean we we the the our retail room is open but we do encourage people to uh come well they come in the building one at a time but you know visit your local your local liquor store even bars and restaurants now can can uh give you sealed containers along with food order. So stay local, uh, support your local stores and, and restaurants as best you can. If you're here getting hand sanitizer and you, and you want to pick something up, we're allowing one person at a time in, into the tasting. Um,
1: okay. So before my last question, I'm just going to get a couple logistics out of the way. This podcast is co-produced and sponsored by Company Tribes. Uh, there'll be links in the show notes that will take you to Litchfield Distillery in beautiful Connecticut for a wonderful tasting experience and a tour of their facility, Hopefully soon, hopefully we push past COVID. Uh, again, I do highly recommend that vanilla bourbon and they do make an incredible syrup for your pancakes that you can suffer through. <laughs> My last question for uh, Jack and Peter, because I know they need to get back to work making uh, a few more thousand bottles of hand sanitizer. Many people are having virtual quarantine happy hours. I think I've decided that I've coined that hashtag. So due to COVID-19, of course. And I know that you work closely with several mixologists. Um, are you? Can you share a cocktail recipe with our guests that maybe they can uh, enjoy this evening?
0: Well, our, our classic, uh, what we call the Litchfielder, is our, our bourbon, uh, a little bit of maple uh, syrup, uh, you know, has a simple syrup instead. Of, uh, it's kind of a New England version of a simple syrup and uh, a little bit of lemon. It makes a, a, a very simple cocktail. Uh, the nice uh, sweetness from the maple syrup and the tartness from the lemon are a nice balance. If you do it properly, you can do it to taste. But bourbon, uh, a little bit of maple syrup, and a, a little bit of lemon makes an easy-to-drink cocktail that's, uh, that's fun to drink.
2: And I'll, if, they, if they visit our website, there's a, 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 one, a bunch of different recipes for some of the different spirits we make, as, as well as the gin and the vodkas and that sort of thing also.
1: Excellent. And you guys are on, um, obviously Litchfield distillery.com is your website. And you're also on Instagram, um, under, uh, the, the tag of Litchfield distillery as well. Uh, so if people want to see some of the uh, recipes, I know you have posted some, um, experiences with mixologists, um, and they've posted their, the ingredients on there. So I, I do encourage people to check that out. Um, so I thank you guys. I, I really want to thank Jack and Peter from Literal Distillery. Their their brother is in on this uh, interview today. David, is that that's correct? Right. right. Yeah, um, he's out working. And um, we we needed one guy in the trenches while you were here with me. Exactly. So thank you for that. Um, and the community really appreciates the spirit of your hard work. Um, sorry to steal your your little motto. Um, so thank you very much to both of you. Right. Thank and you. Uh, if you need any help. Uh, please get in touch with uh, The Culture Factor. We're happy to come out and help. Okay,
0: Okay, great. great. Thank
1: Thank you. 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 Bye.
0: The Culture Factor was born from the intersection of company culture and employee engagement, which is what we do at Company Tribes. As the sponsor and co-producer of this podcast, we'd like to offer business leaders a virtual experience for their organization aimed at keeping your workforce connected during COVID-19. To find out more, email paul at companytribes.com.